Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, everyone? Welcome to There Can Only Be One, the podcast that puts together the all-star best of playlists from your favorite singers, songwriters, and bands. And this one is going to be bittersweet because the band we are talking about is currently on tour, their last tour ever, celebrating their last album ever, Tears may be spilled during this episode because we're talking about one of my personal favorite bands of all time, Candlebox. And here to join me down this road, my lovely wife, Carrie. Carrie, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, but uh, I'm, I'm sad for you. I know. This is, this is going to be a tough one here. But the happy note that you did get to yes. see them on this tour. Okay. So a little inside baseball on this one here. We had actually recorded an episode for Candlebox before. And we had it all ready to go to release on like the Wednesday before we were going to go see them live in Grand Rapids. And then Kevin Martin dropped the news that new Candlebox album coming out in August. And we're like, we're going to have to re-record. We're going to have to re-record. And I put a poll out on, on Twitter when it was called Twitter and said, okay, what do we do? Do we release the episode and, you know, do a special afterwards with the last album or do we just wait till the last album is out and then we'll re-record? And the, the, the public spoke, they said re-record. Coincidentally, Kevin Martin actually liked that tweet. So I'm just going to assume that Kevin Martin wanted us to re-record. So fantastic. There we go. Kevin Martin dictates and we are going to do it. Here is what we are going to do. We are about to go through eight, count them, eight studio albums from Candlebox's discography. We are not going to be covering any live albums or best of compilations. We are only going to be covering their studio albums. That being said too, we're also going to be skipping their demo cassette that they had put out because a lot of those songs appeared on the debut album, except for a song called Pull Away, and you can hear that one on Spotify. Um, We're also not going to cover the Airhead soundtrack or any other songs that were on soundtracks unless they were on the studio albums. Now, Michael Myers over on Instagram, I'm hoping it's not the guy from Halloween chimed in with his picks as well so we're going to be shouting him out throughout the show as well thank you so much and by the way if you want to get involved you can follow us over on x at only one cast or on any other social media platform at not that bad cast when we put out these episodes let us know the songs that you would pick and we're going to start this one 
with July 20th, 1993, and the release of their self-titled debut album. It's the first successful act on Madonna's label, Maverick Records. The band at this point is Kevin Martin on vocals, Peter Klett on lead guitar, Barty Martin on bass, and Scott Mercado on drums. The album is four times platinum in the U.S. and gold in Canada, and peaked at number seven in the U.S. There were four singles off of this one. You... Far Behind and Cover Me all hit the top 10 on the mainstream rock charts. The band won the Metal Edge 1994 Reader's Choice Award for Best New Band. Michael Myers picked you off of this album and the totally 80s, 90s recall podcast chose Far Behind. But for you, Gary, off of the debut album, what did you go with? As much as I really need to give a shout out to He Calls Home... I'm going to have to agree and go with you. Mm-hmm. I pick you every time, <laughs> Jay. And uh, also picked you, the song, off of this album. And coincidentally, I choose you as well, <laughs> right? This song, I mean, yes, Far Behind is the single you're probably going to hear a lot still today on radio, whether it be terrestrial radio, rock radio, or Sirius XM radio, it's it's still that big a song, like 30 years, 30 years. As much as it's a great song, though, it's one of those, because, okay, we all know, you, you think of Candlebox, you think of Far Behind. Yeah. And there are so many more great songs that literally... As great as Far Behind is, as um, you know, it was like the Arrow forerunner. And cover me. Yeah, absolutely. The forerunner yeah. for for Candlebox's career that launched them. Um, you know what? I it's a good song, okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look past it. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna dig deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is so much more. Yeah, and it's it's cool too because Candlebox, of course, coming from Seattle, and this is 1993. Like this is you know Seattle explosion, right? Everything out of Seattle is huge at this point. Whether it's grunge, I wouldn't even call Candlebox grunge because there's a lot more blues influence to a lot of the songwriting that's there. But like literally everything out of Seattle at this point in time was just massively huge. To that point, too, I still think, regardless of what was going on in the Seattle scene at the time, Candlebox was going to be big regardless because the songwriting is that good on this album. It's it's a it, When you come out hot like that on your debut, though, it's going to be hard to follow up. But try they did. With the release of Lucy, released October 3rd, 1995, the album peaked at number 11 in the U.S. and certified gold there. There were three singles off of this one. Simple Lessons hit number five on the mainstream rock charts, and Michael went with Understanding. But off of Lucy, what did you go with? As much as I agree that Simple Lessons is classic Candlebox, the vocals are just so pristine they're like it's it just rocks um i had to go with best friend off of the lucy album which is interesting because the first listen that i gave to this entire album i was like ooh, ugh, i don't i don't know if any of these songs are striking me and then i had written both of them down i had simple lessons written down and then i kind of crossed it out and i eventually went with best friend because it is just 
kick-ass song. It just rocks. Mm-hmm. I, I will admit that Lucy is not exactly the, the as easily accessible an album as uh, the debut self-titled is. Um, there are still some great tracks there. And yes, Simple Lessons and Best Friend are both like staples live. But I think for the first time in this podcast history, not only did we match up on the first song, but we match up on the second song as well, because I went with Best Friend as well. These are going to be very identical playlists when we put them up on the website. Well, stop reading my notes then. Well, stop giving me your notes. <laughs> you sent me the wrong link. You sent me your actual picks here. But, Oops. <laughs> but, but it's true. This song is such a banger, especially live. And I think, you know, if you've ever had the chance to see Candlebox live, and I remember that like this was a bucket list band for me. And we got to go down before the pandemic. We got to go down to go see them in Louisville, Kentucky on the Disappearing in Airports tour. And like that was my first live experience of Candlebox. And holy sh**, did they ever kill it that night. Um, and so a lot of these songs off of Lucy, if you listen to them, on the, on the record, it's like, okay, they're good songs. If you hear them live, they take on a life of their own. And that's where Candlebox absolutely shines. It's, it's still hard thinking that they're not going to tour again. Because, you know, they they are such a good live act. They are. They, again, I mentioned that this, this, this episode's going to be bittersweet for me, right? I'm going to need help after this one. But let's move on to their third album, Happy Pills, released July 21st, 1998. We have a member change on this one. Dave Krusen is now on drums. The album peaked at number 65 in the U.S. and there were three singles off of this one. It's All Right hit number two on the mainstream rock charts. Michael picked a stone's throw away. Happy Pills, what have you got? Both great songs and one of which was my pick. I went with It's All Right, which mm. is funny because when upon the first listen, I thought it was a, such a beautiful song. And then I read the lyrics and I'm like, ooh, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. not. It, but it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Kevin Martin has a way of making sad lyrics sound really, really, really good. <laughs> right. I had It's All Right written down as a, a, a potential but I actually ended up going with the song sometimes. Again, I recognize that they're not going to be touring after this tour. I do. But if there's ever an opportunity, and please, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there on the show and hopefully manifest this into reality. So, dear Kevin Martin, if you are listening to this episode, all we need... One show recorded for album and DVD, candle box with a full string orchestra. Oh, wow. That would be phenomenal. It could be acoustic. It could be electric. You could pull an S&M thing. I'd be totally cool with that. But candle box with an orchestra and sometimes would need to be in that set list. Well, are they not? They're um, recording all of the the retirement concerts and putting yeah, the, together there is a, a potential documentary coming out uh, yeah. i mean that's what kevin martin has come out and said that they are looking and putting together a kennel box documentary um but i would love to see 
like a full-on candle box with symphony orchestra concert. Like if that were ever to happen, guaranteed, I don't care how much the tickets are and I don't <laughs> care where in the world that show is, we're going to go. We're going to go. Mm-hmm. Like no no second guessing here. Like we're going to go. I'm I am curious and I'm going to have to check this after, but what city does the final tour end? The long goodbye. Do I, you know if they're offhand? I don't know what their final show tour is. I know they are playing in Chile in October with Evanescence, and that would be a phenomenal show to go. Like that, that, that entire bill looks great. And they're currently on tour um, with Three Doors Down and doing a few shows here and there, like as their own solo show. Um, but yeah, I, offhand, I don't know what their last their last city is. Because you would tend to think that the last show, mm-hmm. maybe we're, we're recording this in good time, well enough time, right. for, for the us. band to manifest this, to make yeah. it so. I, I mean, I'd be fine too if you finish this tour, take some time, you know, like get the songs ready for an orchestra, have it worked. Again, like there are a few bands... They could pull. There's some bands that could never pull this off, but I think with Candlebox's discography, through the 30 years, there are enough songs in there that would just die. Like they, 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 they would slay with an orchestra. It's like when Metallica did S and M, and also when Papa Roach came out um, at Rock on the Range with a with, with a, a marching full band, band, yeah, a full marching band, like yeah. Um, Alter Bridge has done it. Evanescence has done it. Like there are some great bands that, have, that have done. Godsmack didn't. Godsmack is not. No. They did a, a music video though. They did a music video with like an entire like city full of kids all playing musical instruments. But I think that was just like a one-off kind of thing, and it wasn't an actual full show like that. But if Candlebox ever does Candlebox with Symphony Orchestra, please. Please. Oh, please do. Right? That would be amazing. I, I think I've said please enough at this point. <laughs> I said please. Right. Make it so. We had to wait 10 years for their next album, Into the Sun, released July 22nd, 2008. There's a member change on this one. Scott Mercado back on drums now. Adam Curry is on bass. And Sean Hennessy is added as a rhythm guitar. So now it's a five piece. The album peaked at number 32 on the U.S. charts and number four on the indie charts. There were three singles off of this one. The song Stand hit number 15 on the mainstream rock charts. And Michael went with Consider Us, but off of Into the Sun, what have you got? It's so funny because um, the songs that I pick are always the ones listed. I did go with Consider Us, Mm -hmm. and I just have one word written beside it, and it's whelp. It's like it is just incredibly powerful. Another song that would benefit from a uh, from a full symphony oh, orchestra. It's lovely. Right? It's absolutely lovely. I had Consider Us written down um, with my contenders along with Surrendering and Lover Come Back to Me. And to me, Into the Sun is the beginning of that three album run. You know, Always there's that talk of that three album run. Three albums back to back to back and every song is all killer, no filler. Into the Sun is the start of that three album run for me personally. But off of this album, I ended up going up with a song that 
you want you want to get the crowd rocking every single time. I went with Bitches Brewing. Mm, this song is such a banger, such a banger. But I mean, all the way through, like the fact that I've got three contenders on here, and the rest of the album could probably be a contender as well. But yeah, surrendering, uh, lover, come back to me, consider us, please, Symphony Orchestra. But still, Bitches Brewing is this was almost like a a megaphone call. 10 years you have to wait for an album. 10 years. Candlebox goes on a bit of a hiatus. Kevin Martin does some side projects here and there. And then all of a sudden you've got Candlebox back and this is how they sound. Holy crap. They're that good. If you have, if you've ever had a chance to hear them do Bitches Brewing live, go. Go 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 catch one of the shows that that you can on this tour. We now move on to 2012 and Love Stories and Other Musings. Released April 3rd of 2012, the album peaked at number 82 in the U.S. and number 12 on the mainstream rock charts. There was one single off of this one, Believe in It. Now, Michael went with She Come Over Me, and I'm not going to lie, I I agree with Michael. She Come Over Me is such a good song. Like This whole album, to me, feels like an open air drive in a convertible the top down nice summer day not too hot not like heat warning hot kind of thing but a nice spring summer day top down open highway this album that's the soundtrack and she come over me to me this and disappearing in airports are peak candle box for me but off of love stories and other musings, what did you go with? I was so happy that they added Cover Me on this one because I really wanted to choose that song off of the first album. And this was my this was my second chance. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> now this is the re-record. So obviously it's not the same recording as 1993's version. Um, but yeah, this is one of the I It's think, still good. Oh, it's <laughs> all Candlebox is good. Let's be honest, right? But you occasionally have these moments where a band will sign with a different label and then they'll re-record certain songs so then the label can have those versions of those songs for compilation albums. Uh, I know Queensryche did that. Well, sorry, Jeff Tate's version of Queensryche did that when they had their Frequency Unknown album. Um, But yeah, no, it's this is such a good album. I I had uh, Turn Your Heart Around as as a potential as well, but you really can't go wrong with anything off of this album. Nor can you go wrong with anything off the follow-up. 2016's Disappearing in Airports released April 22nd of that year. We have another member change. Dave Krusen is now back on drums. And Mike Leslie is now on lead guitar. And Brian Quinn is now on rhythm guitar. The album hit number 112 in the U.S. There was one single off of this one. Vexatious hit number 33 on the mainstream rock charts. Mike Myers chose Alive at Last as did I. I remember this song the first time I heard it. And then the second time, because I hit, you know, repeat. And then the third time, because I hit repeat right away. I This was literally just, I think I repeated this song 10 times in a row. This is, in my opinion, Kevin Martin's finest vocal performance of his entire Candlebox career. It is such a good song. But what did you go with? This one was tough 
the entire album front to back is a banger it i wrote down pretty much the entire track list with stars beside vexatious spotlights crazy mm-hmm. um i absolutely loved this album from front to back and i have to agree with you on alive at last that i mean it's all good but that one song rose above the rest mm. this is yeah you, know, you always have those moments where there's songs you wish you could hear live you know, and I remember I had this conversation with Brian Colburn over on the Metallica episode when he, you know, had that hope of finally getting to see Blackened live. This, Alive at Last, and again, I recognize they're not touring anymore after this tour. And, you know, we've we've been to see our show on this tour. We, we got to see them. We got, at, you know, at one of their headlining shows. This is a song I wish I could have experienced live. You know, I've seen video of it on YouTube, but of course we all know that, you know, YouTube cell phone videos never do a live show true justice from, you know, from sound and whatnot. This is a song I wish I could have seen live and that disappearing in an airport show in Louisville. Like I, I know you really weren't, you know, as Candlebox knowledgeable, I will say before that show it's my first show right it was my first show too but i mean i I knew i knew the music right but it was you walked out of that and you were like damn Mm -hmm. i'm so grateful we had the opportunity to actually meet kevin martin Mm. after that show and just the opportunity to thank him for his music. Yeah. I mean, it, it's funny because we we sat and we waited because, you know, this is, there's a few acts that, you know, like high up there on the list, like just high up there. And he goes down as one of the nicest musicians we've ever met. Like right up there with Joey Belladonna. Mm-hmm. Right. And I remember we, we asked him too, because he was shocked that we came from Toronto to go see them in louisville and we're like well why don't you come up to canada his response was we could go up there but you might be the only two there and that's a shame and i wish i wish the radio stations were playing more than just songs off the debut album that's where i say dig deeper Mm -hmm. like sure far behind is a great song and i don't disagree with that but we need more mm-hmm. right if they were to play crazy on the radio if they were to play vexatious or spotlights like, or yeah like supernova give, yes oh my god you i mean actually i have heard i've heard you, you. on on serious because yeah. of course like they won't censor it right but Give the other songs a chance. Do a deeper dive mm-hmm. than Far Behind because there is so much more. Yeah, no, it's it's unfortunate because a band of this songwriting caliber, it, personal opinion, and then this is coming from a Canadian radio perspective. You know, it's probably different in the States. You know, I'm sure they got a lot more airplay down there than they did up here. Um, but there are there are bands that people are missing out on. 
Because there's more out there than Nickelback friends. <laughs> like- <laughs> We're not slagging Nickelback on the, on this one here, but I am going to say that go deep dive Candlebox. Just please go deep dive Candlebox here. We got two more albums to go through. 2021 saw the release of Wolves, September 17th of that year. Another member change on this one, Island Styles is now on rhythm guitar. Two singles were released off this one, Let Me Down Easy and My Weakness. Michael ended up going with We, but off of Wolves, what did you go with? I went with, now first of all, I have to say that I wrote beside the the album title. Mm-hmm. I wrote Wow, because as much as I said, Disappearing in Airports is a complete front-to-back album, this album blew my mind as well it is so good and for it to have been a more recent release it was almost kind of like for me um disappearing in airports kind of started the three run um really? of albums yeah okay i you know what um i'm gonna say it now i'm gonna say it again um wolves was fantastic it was different Mm -hmm. it was very musically different from what the previous candlebox sound might have been Mm -hmm. and i really think this album deserves you know respect and radio play both um because you know what if it had that opportunity then the songs are so good that i really think that it would it would help catapult Candlebox to, you know, to to the fame that they should have, especially if they're if they're retiring. It they could retire on a high. Mm-hmm. Um or more so than, you know, than they're given the opportunity. But um I actually wrote down several songs here and for different reasons. Um so I have nothing left to lose, which to me sounded like Motorhead. Like when Motorhead was, I mean, they're always good, mm-hmm. but when Motorhead was putting out like the really heavy kind of, I don't know, whiskey infused, like just, yeah. <laughs> just, just absolute rock and roll, you know, um, love Lemmy by the way. But, um, so nothing to, nothing, nothing left to lose was, um, one of my ones that I wrote down, um, but inevitably, I have to go with Trip. Okay. Because to me, it 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 just, it's so reminiscent of Only Because of You. It just has that same sound. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the songs that I didn't get a chance to pick earlier. And so that was inevitably my choice. I but will the say. the whole album is solid. I, I will say, if ever I was going to put together a Candlebox tribute band because you know Canada needs some more candle box there's a song off this album I would have on there in a heartbeat and that's Lost Angeline it's again another great driving groove kind of song um I I know like it's a good album um to me Distant Period in Airports is still like peak but this is it's a good album um Again, this is another one of those songs I wish I could have seen live. I think Lost Angeline would be a really good one to see live. It would probably translate very well. But yes, Candlebox Tribute Band, 
this needs to be in the set list. I think Candlebox would have to do like a four hour concert just to get in all of the songs that need their due respect, that need to be played live. If we were the ones picking the songs, it need at least four or six hours <laughs> with full orchestra, apparently. Because yes. that needs to happen here. <sighs> we now get to The Long Goodbye, the final album. Released August 25th, 2023. So this is still fresh for us here. Uh, one last member change. BJ Kerwin is now on drums. There were two singles off of this one. Punks and What Do You Need, which featured Nick Brown of Mona. Um, long Goodbye. How was this album for you? And what song did you go with? Well, I literally gave it a first listen today. Um, but I had heard Punks. At the show. Yeah, we have heard punks live, yes. We've seen it live, so I really think that's where my opinion was swayed. I have to give props to Ugly. That song was catchy. It was, um, it definitely stood out uh, to me above the rest. Um, I mean, the whole album is good. It's, again, different. And I think that's cool because it, it's almost like this truly is their retirement there's, there's album. This song, is yeah. their long, you know, the long goodbye. And so, yeah, you know, they're they're doing the music and, and putting out the music that they want to do. And you kind of really get that vibe from this, um, this, this album. But uh, so Ugly was good. Um, it stood out, but I am going to pick with punks because live it was just it was fantastic. Oh, it's it goes so so well live, and punks was on my short list here. I also had Foxy on my short list, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to go with a song that I you know if you go to setlist.fm you can see some of the sh- uh, the set list from shows that they've been playing especially since this album came out and one of the songs that have actually hit their set list is Elegante and this kind of has that Los Angeles feel for me on this one where again a good driving beat put the top down on the car hit the open road uh great driving song as well again I wish Elegante was on the set list when we saw them in Grand Rapids but the album wasn't out at that point we didn't know what these songs were punks was at least getting played out there at the time so it was in the set list so many songs I wish I could have seen live so many and I, I I fully appreciate why Kevin Martin is, you know, basically retiring from music and spending more time with family. He has earned every single minute of rest that he is going to get to enjoy with his with his family at this time. So, you know, just thank you. Cause ever since album one, it's been one hell of a journey musically for Candlebox, and I have appreciated every single step along the way. But for us, now comes the difficult time. So, Carrie, give us our list of the songs that you've picked. And of those songs, if there can only be one, what song would you go with? All right. So, taking it back to 1993 and their self-titled album, Candlebox, I chose you every day, every, all the time. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you, our listeners. Um 95's Lucy, I chose Best Friend. 
um, from 1998's Happy Pills, It's All Right. Uh, from Into the Sun, I chose Consider Us. From Love Stories and Other Musings, I chose Cover Me. Disappearing in Airports was a tough one. That was the toughest, but I went with Alive at Last. Um, on Wolves from 21, um, which one did I pick? I went with Trip. Uh, and then The Long Goodbye, released just last month, I chose Punks. And if there could only be one, what Candlebox song would it be? And my only one, without a doubt, is Alive at Last. Okay. So off of the debut album, I went with You. From Lucy, I went with Best Friend. Off of Happy Pills, I went with Sometimes. From Into the Sun, I went with Bitches Bruin. From Love Stories and Other Musings, I went She Come Over Me. Off of Disappearing in Airports, I went with Alive at Last. From Wolves, I went with Lost Angeline. And from The Long Goodbye, I went with Elegante. But if there can only be one... Oh, crap. (laughs) If there can only be one, I'm going to agree with you. It is Alive at Last. This song is, I've said it before, the single best Kevin Martin vocal performance of a 30-year Candlebox career. And that's not putting putting down everything else he's put out, but this song musically, vocally, power-wise, melody-wise, it hits every single note. And it hits you in the feels, too. Carrie, thank you so much for going down Candlebox Road. And to Candlebox, enjoy the rest of the tour. To the Candlebox fans, please go see them on this tour. Go see the band before you can't see the band. And we want to know what songs that you would have put on your list. So be sure to hit us up on X at only one cast and on other social media platforms at not that bad cast or go to our website at not that bad cast.com while you're there make sure to scroll down the page for this episode and you can see the playlist of both carrie and myself listen to the songs do that deep dive and honestly enjoy the moment enjoy the music carrie thank you candlebox thank you listeners thank you until next time i'm jay this is there can only be one take care it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 